0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. We've talked before about being housebound with a hijackle the last podcast, we talked about 10 things you have to accept in that situation. This time, we're going to talk about six ways to keep yourself safer and keep your cool. This is very, very important because there's no going anywhere during these times, and these are need to know. Stay tuned. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or co-worker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to another edition of Savior Sanity Podcast. It's Housebound with a Hijackle. It's a second part to that. We spoke previously about 10 truths you have to accept. This time Housebound with a Hijackle is about six steps to stay safer and keep your cool. Because when you are housebound with someone who's angry or relentlessly difficult or resentful, or constantly blaming, which is what the are. They're constantly blaming because nothing is going to land on them. You know that they don't take responsibility for anything. They're never accountable for their actions. And so when you are 24-7 cooped up with them, this becomes more and more evident and more and more difficult. And then you throw children into the mix, maybe a teenager or two, Whoa, we've really got a lot going on. So in Save Your Sanity, I want to talk with you always about ways to manage toxic relationships, to realize what they are, to realize the impact they're having on your daily life, then to give you support, strategies, insights, ideas, uh, to make good choices. Because that becomes very, very important when you're in a toxic situation. You may not be able to make immediate choices. But you have to do the two big things that I talk about. Practice and prepare. Getting yourself ready to make decisions. Being in the best mindset. Being in the best position that you can. Preparing to do that, practicing communication skills, practicing conflict management skills, practicing setting boundaries, all of those things are worth doing within your relationship before you leave, except if there is sexual or physical abuse. In that case, go directly to the police and the hospital. Make sure that you have it documented, you have photographs, and you have authority figures who are going to validate that for you. So back to housebound with a hijackal, how's it going? You know, it could be very difficult and they don't like rules. Do they? Hijackals don't like rules. They like them when they make them, but they don't like them when they're enforced upon them. And so being told to stay home, being told to not go out of the house or perhaps even worse. No longer having an income. Who do you blame for that? No longer maybe having a job. Nothing to go back to. Who do they blame for that? Likely it's you in some form. They will always find a way to blame the people closest to them. So let's talk about these six things, these six ways to stay safer and keep your cool because these are things you want to practice, and they're in preparation for making good decisions later. So you know where you can always find me. I'll just put that in the bottom of the screen in case you're new and you haven't been listening to Save Your Sanity before. Um, I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. That's my website, transformingrelationship.com. You can go over there and find all kinds of wonderful things to support you. So First and foremost now, I want to talk to you about this very important thing. A few days ago, I did a Facebook Live with the amazing Aaron Huey of Fire Mountain Programs. He works with teenagers. He has a residential treatment center. And he said these words, when we stress, we regress. Okay, so that we could be the hijackle at home who you already know can regress really well to somewhere between three and seven years old and be quite the tantrum thrower, right? So we already know the hijackle will regress under stress. And we're humans, so we may regress under stress too, but we're going to be the smarter human in this situation. We're going to be able to say, okay, I know I tend to slide, I tend to regress, I tend to get into fight or flight mode, I tend to get anxious, that makes it impossible for me to craft a decent response, so I'm going to start by recognizing that, and I am going to stay safer by taking good care of myself now, yeah, I know having a hijackle around all the time. You may not have a lot of time to yourself. You may not have the time to yourself that you wish you had, that's for sure. But if you take good care of yourself, you you do the things that you're being told to do um, always to take care of yourself. Get enough rest, drink enough water, um, have some downtime, get some exercise. It becomes super important if you're housebound with a hijackal. And this is a good reason to take the kids out in the yard, to take them for a walk, to do something where you get out. If the hijackal wants to come too, well, at least you're outside. At least there may be some other humans and they may be on their better behavior. So that could help. So while you're taking care of yourself, the best care you possibly can, and you are housebound with a hijackal, that's a big ask, I know, but here are the six things I want to talk to you about. First of all, watch, don't catch, watch their behaviors, don't catch their behaviors. Take a little step back. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, here she is blaming again. Oh, is it my fault? No, it has nothing to do with me. Hmm interesting. So you're watching it rather than getting into it and being caught up by it. And then you catch that feeling and you feel you have to respond to it. It is never going to serve you well in that situation. Because if you can just stay that little bit distance back, a little social distance, and see the behaviors for what they are, as opposed to hearing the blame and the shame and the guilt and obligation and all that stuff coming at you, if you can actually observe the behaviors, watch them, but don't catch those behaviors. Don't try to show them that this is how it feels when it happens to me. I want you to feel how it feels when it happens to you. They won't. They simply won't. So you just be watching. You may want to make some notes. You may want to um, document things that go on because you may need them later to say this was abusive. This was unacceptable with the children. This was completely unconscionable. I mean, who does that? You know, in in that uh, video e-course that I do called Seeing the Cycles, one of the hallmarks of hijackals is what I call incredulity. They do or say things that make you go, who says that? Who does that? And then you immediately jump in and start rationalizing or making excuses for them or justifying their behavior. We don't want to do that anymore. So you want to watch, but don't catch the behaviors or the feelings or get caught in their reality because it is not your reality, but they are trying very hard to make it. So that's why we talk a lot about gaslighting. They will gaslight you. They will try to define your reality for you. So it will be the one that is most convenient to them. I've done other shows on gaslighting. You can find them, but for the moment, number one way to stay safer and keep your cool is watch them but don't catch them don't catch what they're what they're they're putting out because that's that's a that's a bad road it goes nowhere good so do that okay and then number two i wrote a book about it the book is called What You Pay Attention To Expands. Wrote it in 2003, I think. And here's why it's important to you in this situation. Because if you fixate on anxiety, if you fixate on what are they going to do next, if you fixate on anything and you start worrying about it, and you let it work on you and your mind stays stuck on it, then you are going to create more of it. You are going to create more anxiety, more concern, more hypervigilance, and you're going to get more of the feelings that go with that. So you need to know that you're in control of what you pay attention to. Now, what I mean by attention is this. Have you ever woken up in the middle of the night because you thought you heard something? And then you get, you know, very, very good at listening and you're, you're lying there and think, what is it? What is it? And any sound, the house sinking, the settling, a bird tapping on the roof, rain starting up, whatever it is, it startles you and you're, there's something happening. What's going on? And you get into this place deeper and deeper of anxiety But if when you hear that first thing and you listen and there's nothing further that's unusual and you say, all right, I'm not going to give that a lot of energy. I now clearly know that nobody's creeping into this room with a machete. I am going to pay attention to how lovely it was to be sleeping. I'm going to pay attention to restoring my body and going back to sleep. That's what I mean by what you pay attention to. Sure. You're going to have to pay attention to the words and behaviors of the hijackal. They're going to demand that you do anyway, but don't fixate there. Don't get into that loop. It's a really good way to start distancing yourself. There's another use for social distancing and we're talking about it today. You can distance yourself in your head like that I'm not going to pay attention to if I fixate on that bit of behavior, on that bit of blame, on that bit of guilt, it will just get larger and larger in my head. Now you're doing these things because you want to stay sane. You want to stay cool. You want to stay safe. I know it's not fair that you have to do all this work, but you're in the situation. So you have to do it. Now, whether this is your romantic partner or it could be a parent, or it could be a sibling or a roommate, whomever the hijackal is, you're going to have the same things going on. So what you pay attention to expands is a really important thing for you to think about. You have power right there. You have the power to change your thought pattern. You have the power what you are focusing on. And that is a very, very powerful thing to take control of. So, why pay? That's what I call it. What you pay attention to expands. And if you really recognize that, you will pay attention to the things you can do something about, and you will have observed the behaviors and you'll know which ones you can change which ones you can do anything about and which ones you can't and don't spend another minute on the ones you can't do anything about because hijackals don't change Every now and again, of course, if you threaten to leave or you get really, really angry and they think their supply is going to go away, they start hoovering and love bombing, you know, coming back and trying to be all that you want them to be and promising to change and all that kind of thing. That's not going to happen. That's just a ploy. So know that they're not going to change. I know you'd like them to. And I know you'd like to give them a 100 second chances. And you probably have given them more than one or two. That's, that's just human because you're a good person. You want to do what's fair. But if you're with a hijackal, and the more you listen to this podcast, the more you will know if you are, they're not going to change. They'll say they are. They'll promise to be different. But it only lasts for a hot minute until they're getting what they want again. Okay, so let's look at number three. Stay in the moment. When you're housebound with a hijackal, Now, this is particular to being housebound with a hijackal where you can't really go anywhere, where you're stuck, okay? Because we're taping this during the coronavirus pandemic. We are housebound. So this is 24-7 stuff that I'm talking about here. So try to stay in the moment. Don't go into the what will happen after we've finished with this and we're free to move about. Don't go into the will it always be like this Don't go into those places. Do your best to keep your sanity by staying in the moment. Okay, this is happening right now. Can I do or say anything that will make it easier or better or safer? Can I refrain from doing anything that will make it worse or make it larger or make it grow? This is what you're asking yourself. Just stay in the moment. You will think about what you want to do in the long run later on. You can't do much right now. Even the courts are mostly closed. So this is an inside job right now. This is you calibrating. What can I do? Stay in the moment. Okay, this is what's happening right now. This is the sounds I hear. These are the smells I smell. These are the things that I see. This is what's going on at the moment. And don't make assumptions about it. Just notice it. Stay as completely in the moment as you possibly can every moment. Because going back to number two, what you pay attention to expands. If you allow your mind to go into the what ifs and nevers and always and all that stuff, not going to be healthy for you. Really won't help right now because you're housebound with the hijackle. I've been there. I know what it's like. You know, I had a relationship where the person worked from home, and so did I. I know what it's like to be housebound with a hijackle. Fortunately for me, that's long ago. But I learned a few things. That's what I'm sharing with you. So just keep yourself in the present moment for now while you're housebound. Just focus on what is actually happening. And then practice empowering responses and reframes. Okay, when something is said, when something is done, then you have the opportunity to say, oh, that's not the way I thought we'd do it. Or no, that's not the way I recollected happening. Or no, that wouldn't be my first choice. And you are simply talking about yourself. Now, if you're a longtime listener to Save Your Sanity podcast, you will know that my technique, the personal weather report, is perfect for people who are with hijackles. It's perfect for everybody, actually, but particularly perfect for people with hijackles. And the personal weather report acknowledges this, that first of all, you have to believe that you deserve to take up space and draw breath, and that hijackle wants you to believe you don't right? Truly wants you to believe you don't. So first of all, you have to get in touch with that. And I often help my clients do that. And if you want to talk to me personally, just go to beaclient.com, beaclient.com. But you have to get to that place where you honestly believe that you have the right to take up space and draw breath. And the second part of the personal weather report is because you have that right to take up space and draw breath you also have the right to say what you think feel need and want now the trick here to being having the right to say what you think feel need and want is knowing how to be assertive and here's how what you add to that statement if you can believe you deserve to take up space and draw breath Then you have the right to say what you think, feel, need, and want. And here's the assertiveness part. As long as it does not mention another human by name or pronoun. Only speak about yourself. It's your personal weather report. It's what's going on in here. That's what it is, right? And you want to perfect the personal weather report. And it takes a while. I wrote about it in my book Kaizen for Couples. I talk about it all the time. I do it with my clients. You need to perfect the personal weather report to be super effective in relationships, super effective at work, super effective in parenting. It will change everything, but it's simple, not so easy. It takes a lot of practice. That's why I use that two-part thing. You've got to practice and prepare. Practice and prepare. So you're practicing empowering responses. So the hijacker says something that is inaccurate. You don't say you're wrong. You know how well that flies. No, not at all. You don't say you're wrong. You say, not how I remembered it. Not what I think happened. Not the way I'd like to see that work out. You have the right to say what's so for you. It's not going to be popular. You know, it's like that old thing when I was a kid. People would say, If I want some music from you, I'll push the button. Well, that's how hijackles generally feel. Not good, not right, but that's generally how they feel. They're not very interested in you, they're interested in themselves. So you practice empowering reframes and responses by just simply saying, oh, that's not the way it is for me. Oh, that's not the way I like it. No, that's not the way I remember it. Um, And if they want to ask you how you do remember it or how you like it, which is highly unlikely, at least you're practicing empowering and saying, no, this is the way it is for me. No, this is my preference. So that's very powerful practice for you. Very powerful. And reframing means that when something happens, instead of going, oh, that's absolutely terrible, you say, oh, I wonder what could be good about that? What, How could that inform me? How could that make my life decisions easier? And that's what a reframe is. We'll talk about that in another program. So are these things making sense to you because they will save your sanity? They really will. Whether you're housebound with the hijackle or not, I'm just doing it because it's topical right now. But it's very important for us to realize that these are basic skills for being with a hijackle. So number five, you want to track the conversation in your head. Where's my mind going? Remember the other one, stay in the moment, number three? Well, you want to track a conversation in your mind and catch it before it goes too far off in left field or too deeply into concern and anxiety and stress because you want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. And stress and chronic anxiety are really hard on the immune system and other parts of the body. So you want to track the conversations in your head because you're in charge of them and say, okay, if I'm about to say something, run it through in your head. If what I'm about to say Will it get me where I want to go in this conversation? Is it likely to get me the result that I want? And that's why the question you can also ask is, what do I want as a result of this exchange? I'm about to say something. or are about to, to bring up a topic. What do I want? Where do I want to be in this conversation five minutes from now? And sometimes being silent is your smartest strategy. I don't mean the silent treatment. That's what they do. And that's a wonderful blessing, isn't it? Sometimes to just have that silence. It's not the silent treatment. It's just to fall silent and not talk about it or not ask a question or not go down that road because it's not going to end well. So why start it? So that's why you ask yourself, what do I want as a result of this exchange? Where do I want to be with this conversation in 10 minutes? And if it doesn't sound like it's going to be somewhere good, then don't say it. And also in that situation, you can run what you're about to say through your head in the way and with the words that you were going to say it. And you can ask yourself, would I be willing to hear this? Would I be able to take it in the way I'm about to deliver it? You know, hijackals are terrible when they don't like your message. They criticize your delivery. We see that often on the television when someone asks someone a question and they don't want to answer the question because it won't make them look good. So what do they do? Hijackles! all do it. They make it your fault. You shouldn't have asked such a stupid question. You're a silly person. So they don't like the message. So they criticize your delivery of the message. That's a big red flag of lack of emotional intimacy and lack of emotional maturity. So it's very important for us to kind of run through in our head, where do I want to be with this conversation before I start it? And is the way I'm going about it, the way I'm approaching it, likely to get me where I want to go? And now, particularly in this situation, when you're housebound with a hijackle, is now the time to be having that conversation? could we wait until there's a little space and maybe they're going somewhere and they won't be back for a while? (laughs) I mean, for, you know, get back to normal and then just think about those things. Because when you track the conversations in your head and you play them in your head, before you have them, you begin to take your power back. You are choosing what it is your priorities for communication are. And that's a very powerful place to be in your life, everywhere. Okay, and the last one is don't poke a hijackle. It never goes well for the person who's doing the poking. Don't blame them. Don't shame them. Don't guilt them. Don't make them feel obligated. Don't make them feel wrong. I know. I know you just want to. And they're definitely going to do all those things to you, but remember, we want to make sure that we re- we remember that first point. You're going to watch it, don't catch it, don't do what they do, don't be the way they are. It never goes well. You're not liking it. Don't be that one. So many times in my groups and Facebook and and uh, my membership program, people say to me, "Well, um." Maybe I'm the hijackal. That's just what they want you to think, because you're a good person and you're self-reflective. But for right now, when you're housebound with a hijackal, just don't poke the hijackal. It won't go well. It never goes well at any time. But remember, they can't go anywhere. I mean, they can go out in the yard. They can go for a drive, I suppose. But they're not they're not going to be gone for long unless, of course, they're going to the other supply or something, depending on your situation. So just don't poke the hijackle. I know, you want to. You like to maybe do more than poke them, but it doesn't turn out well, does it? So at this time, try and be neutral. Try and keep it cool. Try and keep it centered. Try and keep it just, shades of gray and not black and white. You know, there's a very good reason why my background for Savior Sanity is shades of gray and black and white. Because we have to know that hijackles enjoy all or nothing black or white thinking. You're the best thing that ever happened. The moment you don't do something they like, you're the worst thing that they can imagine who would want to be with you. I've said that in other editions and episodes too. So these are important things. So I hope that this will help you stay safer with a hijackle and keep your cool when you are housebound with a hijackle. And I mentioned earlier, if you want to talk to me, you can sure do that at beaclient.com. You can always find more editions of Save your Sanity Podcast.com. And if you want articles, you want so many things, you will also find them at Transforming Relationship. I hope that you're taking very good care of yourself right now. Very good care of yourself in the smallest detail that you possibly can because you matter. And I look forward to talking with you soon. In some group, come and find me. I'm always here to help you. Thank you for joining me on the Savior Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights